When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie Drahada and drugs. We know there's a problem and we know that there's many problems as a result of the problem. We know that there's the Guerin report. We know that there's 70 recommendations in that report. And we know that there's a plan to implement those recommendations. So where are we at? Well, as things stand, we've got €150,000 and a whole lot of aspiration. More money is promised, but most of that 150000 has already been spent. So what is all of this going to mean for young people in the short term? Well, there's a plan. On the upside, the government says it's committed to prioritising Drogheda's needs. The plan has an awful lot of good points, but with no money as such to start off with, with all of the good intentions in the world, will this plan make any difference any time soon to local young people? For young people is that we will, we will provide the services for them to either look uh, to, to retrain, to upskill. For those that need support through our addiction services, that will be provided too. It's about helping them. It's about giving them a future. And uh, I, I want to see that happen. And I, through this plan, I have every confidence that it will happen. And the Department of Justice will oversee it. There'll be six monthly reports on progress. So I'll be happy to go on to, onto your programme in six months' time. And you can hold me to account if I haven't delivered on this, on this plan. Right. That's a, a determined Minister Heather Humphreys. Let's talk to two local politicians. Jed Nash of uh, the Labour Party and Imelda Munster of Sinn Féin. Both of uh, the TDs are, are based in Drogheda, the third Drogheda-based TD, Fergus O'Dowd of Fine Gael, isn't available to us this morning. But good morning to both of you and thank you indeed for joining us. Jed Nash, uh, what are your thoughts uh, on how the government is approaching this? Uh, look, <clears throat> we wanted to see this plan uh, emerge. Uh, as you know, and I've said repeatedly in the programme, um, Councillor P.O. Smith and I first contacted Loughcott Council about a multi-agency response to all of the problems Drada is experiencing uh, almost three years ago now, and then we made the case to the Department of Justice, and I formed that relationship with the officials who ultimately agreed with Minister Flanagan, actually, uh, in that instance, and then subsequently Minister McEntee, to uh, pursue this multi-agency response because we knew that the drugs and crime problems in Drada couldn't just be met uh, with the policing and criminal justice response. So the framework that has been produced is really, really good. Uh, there's been some early wins here. Um, we have... Uh, obviously through this plan secured some attention uh, and resources for 
the Red Door project um, in Drogheda uh, to deal with some of the immediate problems in terms of addiction services in the town. And I worked very hard with the local schools on the north side to 60, make sure 000. that... 60,000. That's right. Uh, and Garen yeah, says 150,000 should be given, an additional 150,000 should be given to the Red Door every year. Uh, at present, it's, it's got 60,000. This is how I'm concerned, and this yeah. is why I'm concerned. Yeah. What concerns me, actually, Michael, is that uh, I was very clear on the uh, initial briefing that was provided by the Department of Justice uh, on the day that the implementation plan was launched, that the 150,000 that would be targeted in the short term to the Red Door project will not be core HSE or indeed Department of Social Protection funding, but funding that the department would apply for front armoured accounts. And subsequently as well, the only um, allocation of funding that was actually formally Mm. referenced in that presentation on Tuesday was €250,000 that would have to be applied for Mm. through dormant accounts for a range of other uh, recommendations. uh, That's right. uh, It's not core government funding. No, uh, and as things stand, uh, the Red Door is getting 60000 the rest of the 150,000 has been gobbled up elsewhere. The minister said that to us on the programme yesterday. Well, th- th- this, th- this is what concerns me. Uh, and the most immediate, and I think Melda would, would agree, the most immediate um, problem that we have in this town at this moment in time is to resource Red Door to make sure that they can provide the outreach services that we're lacking over the last few years because of the absence of outreach okay. workers. That's the immediate problem. Um, so it's it's full of good intentions. The recommendations are very, very clear and very, very strong. I am pl- the, the question will be about the delivery and proof in the pudding. What are your thoughts? Tr- uh, absolutely. Melda Munster. And what we will your... make government accountable on that. Yeah. Melda Munster, your thoughts please right it's firstly the the fact that they've, the government have accepted the report is a start that's what the way i would look at it and that the fact now that the focus is on drahada um, and to cor- correct all the wrongs over the years that's a start but i attended the 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 department had a zoom meeting on wednesday with uh, reps and the throughout the course of the full zoom meeting um what they were saying, and again, it's similar to what you were saying, um, funding will be um, available. But my initial disappointment, and I was actually quite shocked, that they hadn't actually committed or ring-fenced funding from the get-go. And some of the things that they were coming out with, for example, they had said that since the, the report was initially published, first published in March, that they had been engaging with the departments and the agencies since it was first published, right? And then in the next breath, they come out and they say, but they're continuing to engage with the HSE regarding funding. Now, that's a core element, whether it's the the, uh, provision of funding um, for the Red Door projects. And, I mean, the lack of outreach workers was highlighted in the report. But there's no... Other than the 60,000, I listened to your podcast of your interview earlier with, other than that, I mean, if they're still continuing to engage with the HSE regarding funding, that's not a good sign. They could have ring-fenced funding. And another thing they said, which was, they said um, the local authorities, the Mm. plan was to eliminate the backlog of social housing voids by the end of the year. Where's the funding for that? Mm. I mean, there's, there's a... It's a mammoth task, and I would have thought... The I'm not sure where the focus is as well. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can't see any specific focus 
in this plan at looking at children who've slipped through the net, who've been expelled from school, who are on the streets, who are smoking a bit of weed, maybe taking a bit of cocaine every now and then, uh, uh, and God knows what will happen from there and so on. I can't see it. I did see something in it about a project uh, which would uh, encourage uh, children uh, to fly kites uh, and weave willow baskets and stuff. And I just Mm -hmm. thought, that's great, but... That's got nothing to do with the kind of kids we're talking about yeah. here. And we, we discussed this the last time on your show, Mike, even with regard to LMETB's role and the fact that those children have already strayed from school and have no real interest in going back to school. So, I mean, the, the focus has to be on apprenticeships and courses that would have interest, be of interest or appeal to those youth that have no interest in going back, mm. you know, have left the school system. And that also people with lived experience have to be included in the in the board, because otherwise you're getting off from the wrong foot. And there was there was a community um, representative on that Zoom meeting the other day, and she had raised concerns about the different um, streams, if you like, you know, the different subheadings and that. And she didn't want that to be separated from the initial board. Um, that she felt, you know, she was more or less making the point that the board can't make it be making decisions um, aloof from whilst there's going to be engagement. But she wanted everybody sitting around the table so those who with lived experiences could press the issues with the board and be included in the whole project. If it's, you know, to have joined up thinking and meet together and and not just have the board separate making the decisions. Okay, but the the, the role of the board will be to coordinate the existing Mm. services. uh, And that is part of the recommendation from Giram. But there's also the need for additional services. Jed Nash, if I can come back to you, there appears to be no new services in this implementation plan to speak of. There is a commitment to funding local services like Red Door, but you have to say, where's the money? There's a lot of talk about continuing services that exist or engaging with service providers or exploring if a service is possible uh, or seeing uh, if uh, something is suitable after it's being uh, evaluated or reviewing other things. Uh, This is very wishy-washy to a a large degree. I think we do need to step back and give the people who have been charged with this task time to see if they can be successful in doing it. But it's very hard to see where the focus is. Do you agree? Yeah, I I think we do, by the way. And, and, you know, nobody wants to be cynical about this. This can be a turning point for, for, for the town. There's no doubt about it, provided that the resources that we know are needed will be directed in the way that they need to be directed. Um, and, and I do welcome the fact, and, and it is significant, that a government decision was made at Capital on Tuesday that uh, when funding applications are made from drought organisations, once they once they align with the recommendations of the gear and review the 73 recommendations, mm. then they will be prioritised. Now, time will tell whether that will happen or not. Like I'm, I'm dealing with a case at the moment, for example, where you know, a local uh, youth uh, uh, organisation has applied for funding through the Department of Rural and Community Affairs, and they are still waiting uh, for word on the, 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 the securing that funding. This is a key organisation that could actually have a really significant, will have a really significant role to play in terms of providing you know opportunities for young people in this town and to keep them away from uh, the kind of activity that we have seen bedevil our town over the last um, number of, of years. So I think that emphasizes and illustrates the, the, the extent of the problem. All of these competitive funding processes are 
competitive. Now, the proof will be in the pudding and we will see in a few months' time whether or not this is successful. It is the right approach, but I, I, I will say this, halfway through the report, it trails off uh, and makes mm. a lot of mm. recommendations that simply align with national policies. Have nothing to do on, with the uh, specific... N- nothing no, yeah, no yeah, specifically yeah, yeah, to do yeah, with Drada. Yeah, yeah. um, there is, though, one... Um, point I would like to make. There is significant work ongoing in the department um, at a very senior level in relation to other kinds of initiatives that, uh, in my view, will uh, be be applied to Drogheda that are quite sensitive uh, and uh, will happen um, in in, in a very structured way. Mm. And um, that is going to be really, really important and and is something that we may not see. We will see it evolve over the period of time um, and it will be really, really important. And that will be about, you know, giving, giving people the skills for example to deal with the problems that they're experiencing take them away from those temptations uh, that currently exist oh the line has cut out uh let me just uh, conclude with uh, Imelda Munster, if uh, I can. Uh, we heard uh, Minister Humphreys there say, give me six months, uh, ask me in six months. Uh, I'm sure it'll be Helen McEntee that will be asking in six months from now. Uh, but do you think that there will be any significant change to report on in six months from now? I, I don't know. They're going to have to speed it up, Mike. You know, as I said, I, I was initially, I cocked my ears as soon as I heard continuing engaging with the HSE regarding funding, you know, and they had said in, you know, a prior breath that, that they had said that they'd been engaging with them all since the report was published. And I thought, well, hang on a second now. How come you haven't got all your ducks in a row? But look, all we can do is hope and give it that little bit of time But my job would be to keep the pressure on the government to make sure that the funding, resources and the timeframes are actioned on. And, you know, the fanfare of the the launch in that yesterday, all very good, puts the focus on Drogheda. But if this isn't done right from the start and it isn't done with speed, because we're coming out of COVID now, we're coming out of lockdown and everything's opening back up and your fear is that this cycle will start again. So that there has to be a sense of urgency about it. And to my mind, there's no reason why they couldn't have committed funding straight away to action immediately. And that's my concern. Mm. But let's, let's give them a chance to see. But by God, if, they don't, if we don't start seeing things improve locally and seeing, you know, as I said to you before, the Gearan report was a very thorough report. And then the 70 recommendations, mm. 72 recommendations showed the, the widespread consultation that he undertook you know, when he, he just got, got into everybody and, you know, th- that's all there. The government have it since March. So we'll give them a little bit of time, but it will only be a little bit of time till we start to see action. OK, we'll leave it there for the moment. Thank you, though, for joining us. And our thanks as well to Jed Nash, Labour Party TD for Louth and Eastmeath. That was Imelda Munster, who's a Sinn Féin TD for Louth and Eastmeath. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.